Vagabond by Alexim. Well, good day to you. Day 12 of 30 Days of Love by Amy Leah with Intention Inspired is what's up. Today's the the intention for today is resilient. I am resilient, shining my light amidst the darkness. Today, we're going to transform our fear of change into a love that inspires us to take chances. So here's a little bit about what we're diving into from Amy Leo. Welcome to day 12. Today's intention is one of my favorite things to talk about. It is so incredibly practical. In fact, I host a weekly podcast series called What We Should Have Learned in School. And, and to sum it up in a nutshell, today's intention is what we should have learned in school. Today's intention is resilience. Resilience is the ability to bounce back from setbacks, from things we didn't expect or we didn't want to have happen in our life. This could be anything. This could be circumstances like loss or health issues or a breakup. This could also mean, you know, dealing with things that we don't want to feel, right? Perhaps we've had a panic attack for the first time or we're stuck in that loop of being afraid of getting panic attacks wherever we are. So enjoy today's Going Deeper section. There is some controversial research studies that I'm going to share here. And I encourage you to really monitor, be aware of your internal experience as you're listening to the Going Deeper section. You know, that voice in your head is always going. It's either agreeing or disagreeing, liking, disliking, or questioning what you hear. So it, it doesn't matter what reaction that you have. It's totally fine. Just watch what's going on within you and explore this crucial notion of resilience. This is so key to experiencing more love, both self-love and also it relates to our experience of love with others, romantic or otherwise. Check it out today. Okay, we're going to dive right into that. But first, our affirmation for the day. Feel free to repeat after me out loud or in your head. <sighs> I am resilient. Resilience is woven into the fabric of who I am. A birthright of human beings. As a young child, I did not stop trying to walk when I fell down. I did not stop trying to talk when I stuttered. My natural resilience takes hold when I need it the most. Whether it be a heartbreak, divorce, or other undesirable event, Healthy psychological and physical functioning is not only possible, but likely. 
my capacity for feeling positive emotions can never be taken away. I am resilient. All right, diving into our deep dive for today with Amy Leo. So often we let worry and anxiety stop us from taking action. We're afraid to love, to take a chance on a new relationship. We're afraid of being hurt. We're afraid to make a mistake. We're afraid to get married and we're afraid to break up. We're afraid to be alone. We're afraid of being vulnerable. The one thing that ironically promotes connection and a sense of being loved. And so we think that our worries and anxieties are telling us something meaningful. And we start to become afraid of experiencing what it is we're even afraid of. We begin weighing the pros and cons of our options over and over again and pre-planning how we'll show up in our worst-case scenario situation, driving ourselves crazy in the process, not realizing we're compounding fear on top of fear, which only adds to a potent sense of distress and a feeling of being neurotic. But what if we didn't have to be so afraid? Just for the sheer fact that being resilient is a natural human ability. Human beings tend to bounce back when faced with difficulty. What if when we saw this deeply, we were free to really live, to take chances, to listen to our inner wisdom, to let that intuition guide our intellect instead of the other way around, instead of making up excuses and rationalizations to ignore our heart, our gut, our personal truth. In her best-selling book, A Return to Love, Marianne Williamson states that the opposite of love is not hate. It is fear. This is a really interesting position to take, as she states that every situation we find ourselves in is an opportunity to teach love instead of fear. Marianne even goes so far as to define a miracle as a shift from fear to love. When we look at our lives through the lenses of growth and love, we realize that our purported mistakes and our fears for the future actually do not represent any deep-seated character flaws. We compassionately acknowledge our humanness and realize our fears are actually not so scary after all. When we turn our attention to our innate ability to be resilient and to have creative insight, our minds naturally get less busy, less noisy, less preoccupied with our fears. When the mind becomes more quiet, we realize that the space of love, intuition, and creative insight is there, just as it has always been there, ready to support us on our journey and deliver up the experience of resilience. I remember speaking with a man a year ago who had a really striking story of resilience. And so when I was interviewing him, he admitted that he got married because of a social pressure to do so. So he found a gal he liked well enough and proposed. And after several years, that marriage really began to fall apart. They began living in different places 
and they eventually divorced. And he recounted to me that he was actually happy when the divorce happened, that it was a relief for him. It was joyful. It was a new start. And so after a little bit, he set his eyes on this gal that he'd always kind of liked, and she agreed to go out with him. And they went out for a little while, and she almost said the same exact words to him as his ex-wife had, and stated that she wanted to break up with him. Arthur had a completely different reaction to this. In fact, he told me about a day in his life where he was sitting, mixing all kinds of alcohols because he, you know, wasn't going to have to worry about the hangover tomorrow. And he took a rifle to his head and he pulled the trigger. But the safety was on. Now, Arthur is a hunter. He is very adept at using guns and other machinery like that. But the gun didn't go off. And Arthur realized that he needed some help. He needed a better understanding of himself and the world. And so he came across an educational model for being human. And what he shared with me is that he realized deeply the resilience of human beings and realized that the misunderstanding that he had before, that it was the women that were causing these reactions within him, wasn't actually true. Here you had two gals who said almost the exact same thing to him, and he had a completely different reaction in both cases. Now, you could say that one of the people was actually his soulmate or his true love, and that's why he got so upset. But Arthur doesn't see it that way. Arthur sees it, that he simply got caught up in his thinking, in the fearful, worrisome, anxious, depressed thoughts. And he believed it so much that there was no hope that he took action in alignment with that. In fact, a professor of clinical psychology at Columbia University, George Bonanno, has identified through his work that resilience is the core experience of most people who experience trauma. Resilience meaning folks are able to maintain both healthy psychological and physical functioning after a loss or potential trauma, and these individuals maintain the capacity for positive emotions. And his studies have highlighted folks that survived 9-11, the SARS epidemic, earthquakes around the world, in addition to personal losses, such as the loss of a job, death of a loved one, and has even studied people living under chronic stress in Palestinian territories. All of this research has shown that resilience is the most common response to a potential trauma. This is a very different conversation than what we're used to in our mainstream culture, in traditional psychology, and even personal development. In fact, a literary review on something as serious as childhood sexual abuse 
has noted that only a minority of sexually abused children show serious disturbance or psychopathology, that they found that there actually is no inbuilt or inevitable outcome or set of emotional reactions. This is not to say, this is not to say that childhood sexual abuse is okay because people are resilient. That's not what I'm saying. The point is not that people should go around abusing one another, but the point is that there's hope for every human being to get in touch with their sense of resilience and their sense of self-love in spite of what happened. And even if someone doesn't experience resilience right away, it doesn't mean it isn't possible. I want to highlight that there's nothing wrong with whatever reaction a person has to a potentially traumatic event. And there's always potential for resilience to be the primary experience at some point. And for me, this is hopeful, this is inspiring, and this is practical. I am resilience, and you are too. Yes, I am. Thank you, Amy. Uh, a couple key takeaways. By compassionately acknowledging our humanness and putting faith in our inner wisdom, we begin to realize our fears are not so scary after all. Yeah. From a place of stillness, we tap into a greater space of love, intuition, and creative insight which is always there, always there ready to support us on our journey and deliver up the experience of resilience. How beautiful. So whatever resonated with you today, maybe let that sink in a little deeper with today's mantra, which is choose love over fear. Let's repeat that together three times. Choose love over fear. Choose love over fear. Choose love over fear. We have a couple science studies, one from George Boano in his, in his article, Resilience in the Face of Potential Trauma <clears throat> in Psychological Science. And then another um, study titled, oh, same author, George Bonano, 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 Rethinking Trauma, Evidence-Based Living. And um, what this study shows, contrary to popular belief, is that resilience is a more common response to trauma than was previously thought. And just to define re resilience for us, that is the ability of individuals exposed to a potentially high disruptive event, highly disruptive, um, to maintain both healthy psychological and physical functioning and the capacity for positive emotions. Right on. So the quote for today comes from 
Irma Bombeck, who said, worry is like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but never gets you anywhere. <laughs> All right, bust that journal out. We've got a little journal prompt to jot about. If you uh, go ahead and bring to mind a situation you previously found difficult, but have since resolved. This could be something that happened back in high school or college, for instance, like a breakup or changing schools or a bad grade or college denial or anything. And express your deepest thoughts and feelings as you think about what happened and how you feel now. And try this, if you're journaling your thoughts out, switch from first person, like I, me, and my, and, and switch from, from first person to third person, like his or her. And try, try switching midway during your writing. So starting from first person and then gradually shifting perspective to third person. This helps us get a, a, a bird's eye on the situation. And so with this difficult situation, what was, what was it that ended up resolving the situation? So go ahead and hit pause if you would like to journal on this and uh, give yourself some time to explore that. A difficult situation that you have since resolved and what was it that ended up resolving that situation? Okie doke, <clears throat> we're back. That was fun. I brought to mind uh, my first, the end of my first relationship, my first, uh, my first girlfriend of three years. Wow, holy heartbreak, like none other I'd experienced. And yet life carries on, and so did Matthew. And so the attachments that triggered the heartaches, it subsided over time and Matthew found the spaciousness to heal and forgive. And today, Matthew and his first partner have a lovely, healthy relationship because of the resilient work they were able to both process through. Resilience. All right, that about does it. We have a quick farewell from Amy before we wrap it up. So here she is. Resilience is such a huge topic. There's so much more to say about resilience, but I hope that maybe some light bulbs started popping for you today, or at least you're kind of getting curious because resilience is incredibly underrated. Again, this is one of the most practical things we can ever experience in our life. We can ever learn about because every single person I have ever met has come across circumstances, feelings, that they didn't want to have happen. So we can't get out of that in life. Life is unpredictable and things do not always go the way we want. In fact, I find they, they rarely go the way that I think that they're gonna go or how I wanted them to go. So keep playing around with this intention of resilience and you know, make sure to do the rest of the elements for today because it really is that important. 
I will see you again tomorrow. Until next time, stay curious, take care, and keep rocking. Thank you, Amy Leo. Wonderful. If you would like to dive further into this session, there is a link in the description that will take you to the page for today's intention and the course itself where you can join the community discussions. You can find the videos and the photos. We have all these great illustrations, the mantras, the graphically illustrated beauties that you can set as your phone wallpaper or what have you. Lots of fun resources there. So feel free to check that out. Holy resilient. Yeah, resilience is powerful, huh? Never know what life's going to throw at you, but with the resilience to carry on, to learn and to grow, nothing can stop. And when it does, we're resilient to keep on trucking, only temporarily. <clears throat> so thank you for joining me today on the intention of resilience. Tomorrow we'll dive into the intention, I am complete. Right on, cool. Well, I will leave you with Elekasham. Elekasam. Elekasam, I think is his name, with his, with his song called Vagabond. So enjoy that. Thank you for joining me. And I will see y'all later. To the place you're right in the race It's all you can give but ain't all that it takes Put your money on the wall but it won't buy taste Surprise to catch shine when you stop to embrace Breathe, don't wanna watch you go under Fly, don't wanna see you burn Please, they're gonna take your thunder Why you wanna miss your turn Easy, don't paint by number Fortune only favors the bold Sweat, no money, no motion Plant these trees of coffee and gold Vagabond Make a little something out of nothing Vagabond Go on and prosper To put a name to your face Don't care how you live What you lose, what you make Play for the pain Nothing goes to waste Surprise what you find When you take a little space Breathe Don't wanna watch you go under Fly Don't wanna see you burn Please They're gonna take your thunder Why do you wanna miss your turn Easy Don't paint by number Fortune only favors the bold Sweat, no money, no motion Plant these trees of coffee and gold Make a little something out of nothing Vagabond Go on and prosper Vagabond
Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Don't wanna watch you go under. Don't wanna see you burn. They're gonna take your thunder. Why you wanna miss your turn? Don't paint by numbers. Fortune only favors the bold. No moves, no motion. Plant these trees of coffee and gold. Trees of coffee and gold. Who plant these trees of coffee and gold? Vagabond. Make a little something out of nothing. Vagabond. Go on and prosper. Vagabond. Make a little something out of nothing. Vagabond.